Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is episode 50 of the Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company's podcast. Typically, these are weekly podcasts. There's a couple of podcasts throughout the year where we skipped. Last uh, last week was one in particular, and it was no fault. It was I actually hit record and didn't save the recording. And then the week got passed with other responsibilities. <sighs> Take a breath, like always. And this is where we're at today. So today we're celebrating episode 50 ooh, ooh, again. And um, thank you so very much for being a part of this journey with me. You know, today we've got some heavy topics that we want to talk about. And I'm just going to tread lightly on them. You know, you and I can talk about the details in private if you want, or if something resonates to you. But today's podcast is all about, really, it's it's about a couple things. It's about, you know, keeping your cup full so you can love others better. And with that, it's also to do with how many hats are you wearing at one particular time, the sandwich generation, disconnecting to connect, and how to enjoy the journey along the way. That's quite a few topics, right? In less than half an hour. But we're going to get to it. So first of all, Sonia here. It's been almost a year that we've been together listening to these podcasts. And recently, I can now be found on Amazon and iHeartRadio. So for those that have been following along, it's been Spotify, Amazon, sorry, Spotify, um, iTunes, all of the smaller stations, CastBox. Now you can find us on YouTube. Amazon, and all of your favorite, favorite podcast listening stations. So definitely feel free to share these with a friend. Um, you know that listening to these podcasts, my ultimate goal is to help you live your best life. You know, there's a couple different modalities that I work with people one-on-one and it is through coaching for the most part. Um, but the ultimate goal for everybody seems to be to achieve time freedom, balanced energy, and to help them elevate their finances. Today, Today, we're leaning in towards balanced energy. So that is the theme of today's topic. And I am forgiving myself for the mishap that happened last week. You know, I was on a deadline. Just like all of you, every day I was on a deadline to try to get this done by a certain time. Typically, Monday mornings, get it released before 9 a.m. I did. I had everything done, on track, ready to go. And I even knew it was a little bit past half an hour and something happened to the recording. And I didn't stress about it. You know, I try to circle back and find it. Even today, I try to circle back and find it. I couldn't find it. And I've been doing the same methods all along. So I obviously did something wrong um, or that wasn't right. And I wasn't able to upload and continue with the podcast last week. Now, of course, I could have done it on a different day. Of course, I could have made it a priority to fit in or I could let it go. So letting things go is part of the background to what I wanted to talk about today. I also want to share a private moment um, with me from yesterday. And I cried. I spontaneously cried for no reason yesterday. Well, that's not true. There were reasons. They were deep-rooted reasons or surface reasons. They were reasons to me. My emotions needed to flow. It was a full moon. I'm not sure if people resonate with that or not. I certainly do. If you think about it, our bodies are made out of water. There's a huge percentage, I forget the number offhand, but there's a huge percentage of water in our bodies. And water, the Great Lakes, the oceans, 
they all react when there is um, a combination of the full moon and a change in the elements. So of course it makes logical sense that our body, especially if we're an empath, would react to a full moon. So I did, I was hypersensitive, but not in a reactive way, in an internal way where finally it all released. You know, um, I am wearing a lot of hats. You are wearing a lot of hats. Many, many, many of you listening to this, you're exactly where I am. You're part and partial in a sandwich generation, whether you realize it or not. You have, if you're lucky, you have aging parents that aren't old yet, or they are and they need some extra TLC. You have your own kids. But on top of that, you have grandkids and you're still working. So I think yesterday, or the other day I was reaming off all of the hats I wore. And especially yesterday when it talked, when I talked about, talked about this particular chapter in the new book that I'm writing, of course, another deadline, because I had pressure to myself and I'm sure you do too. You had pressures to yourself without realizing it. But I realized the hats that were added to me or that I personally added to my wardrobe in my repertoire last week or last year, over the last year. So I became an employee. I became a grandmother. I became a podcaster. And there was a few other things that I had added, but those were three big, oh, a published author. (laughs) How can I forget? Over the last year, a published author, a podcaster, an employee, and a grandmother. On top of the other hats I wear of being an entrepreneur, a mother, a daughter, a sister, a friend, a spouse, right? On top of being a spouse, I do have an ex-husband I have to communicate with, just like most of you, or keep in the touch with. And more importantly, or the glue that holds all of this together are my friends. So I'm also a really good friend. I'm also a life coach. I'm also me. Somewhere in there, I am me. How many of you can relate? to how that all sounded. Did that sound heavy to you? Reaming off all of those different responsibilities and the different hats that you wear on the daily? Of course it's exhausting. Of course it's going to get you every once in a while. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not sitting here um, sharing my vulnerabilities and my emotions saying I'm a crybaby and a sap. This is probably the first time in three years that Tony's really saw me break down and just cry. And, you know, of course I try to throw some leverage. Well, you don't do this. You don't do that. That's not true. He's an amazing man. I'm an amazing woman and we're, we make an amazing team. Sometimes though, we need to pause and take it all in. Sometimes we need to step back, bird's eye view, and appreciate everything that we are handling on the day to day and how good it is. And honestly, some days water isn't enough. Yes, we want to drink half our body weight in water and I'm not trying to throw nutrition into today's mindset. But but what I'm saying is some days water isn't enough. I normally have a supply of two bottles of red wine ready to go. (sighs) Friends, I'm sharing, sharing for a purpose. If I'm feeling like this and I do juggle a lot of balls on the daily, you do too. You might not stop and realize it you might not be stopping to fill your own cup so you can serve better as other. And you maybe you're sick of hearing that, but it is super critical for you to lean into today's episode if if you have those responsibilities because otherwise you might spontaneously break down and the world needs you. Your family needs you. And I had a super amazing bonding moment with my youngest daughter yesterday. She was helping me 
revisit the the wording and help helping me put the words together for the my chapter of the book, the one that's coming out next. I don't have a title yet for it, so I can't quite share that with you. Um, it's about simple pleasures. It's about all that I've accomplished, and it's really about the positives of COVID. But whether it's COVID or not, how often do we take a step back and appreciate the positives? We feel the energy in the moment. We feel the exhaustion. We feel the weight. Sometimes we just feel the emotions. And sometimes, more often than not, we judge ourselves for not being good enough or not doing the right thing, or perhaps we should have taken a different approach. Or even with last week's podcast, I could be beating myself up for not being responsible enough or for missing a beat or for not making this a priority, but instead, I let it go. That is a major win for me. The biggest takeaway I learned from, from Brooke yesterday when we were, when she was helping me with some of the verbiage, um, was how much I have evolved and changed because of COVID, how much of a better person I am, how grounded I am. And yes, I'm still juggling a lot. And yes, I'm adding more to my plate. And yes, I have a big life that I'm trying to live. But sometimes life throws a little bit of reality your way. So I didn't share this yet. This was part of last week's episode. I'm going to take a minute now and share this with you. Life happens, right? And on two weeks ago, at the end of the week of the 15th, of March 15th, so today, I think I said this already, but we're March 29th, 2021. So episode number 50, it's been a year since we've been um, in COVID of one way or another. And those that listen to me regularly, you know that I am in Ontario, Canada. So we all have different challenges in different parts of the world. But but what this means for me is, is some of my life has shifted and I work from home. I have the luxury of working from home, not just for my business, but for the company I work for as well. And on the 18th of March, 19th of March, I had a day off. It was a Friday. A couple weeks ago, I had a day off. So I took the dogs after my physio appointment, chiropractor, chiropractor appointment. I took the dogs. It was a quick visit. So I took the dogs. We went to the beach. And my dog, Hannah, she's amazing. Um, my dog is small. He's adorable and cute. But Hannah is amazing and she can normally go off leash pretty well. And she got excited by the birds. And I don't know who has seen the frozen beach this year or in the past of Lake Erie's or some of the other lakes. But as you get closer and closer to the beach, you'll notice that it's frozen at the shoreline. Normally where do you, where you would walk in, it's frozen. So Hannah, of course, didn't realize this. She saw a duck, bird, whichever, chased it, chased it and jumped right into the lake. But she jumped in so much deeper than she's ever been before that it didn't take long for her front paws to be hanging off an ice I don't know if it was an iceberg, a piece of ice, whatever you want to call it, and dangling. So I'm by myself. So you have to understand, for those that are not in the area here, there is always somebody around Port Stanley. I've I've grown up going back and forth there. You know, I live 15 minutes from the beach. I almost always have. And it just brings so much peace and serenity to me that um, Hannah jumped in the beach. She jumped in to chase the bird and she fell in. So the fact that nobody was around for itself was a little bit alarming. The fact that there was no car in the parking lot, couldn't see a soul was like, okay, very surreal. But I observed this. I noticed this. I was in the moment enough to be aware that I was the only one at the beach. And Hannah slips in. And I, of course, I have Gizmo with me because I don't do too much without both of them. And so I'm thinking casually, what am I going to do here? 
I need to save her. So I'm listening to an amazing, an amazing book. If you, if you like Matthew McConaughey, he's an amazing storyteller. It's called Green Lights. I was listening to him on audio. Normally I do um, reading, but in this case I was listening to him on audio. And so I casually, as I'm noticing that Hannah is stuck in the water and she didn't bounce out, I casually take my ear, my AirPods and put them in my purse. I took my car key, which again, I don't normally carry a bunch of keys, one single car key typically, put it in my purse, put a zipper on my purse, took the purse off my body, put it down on Gizmo's chain because Gizmo would run. He is a runner. He's a smaller puppy shoe, the most adorable puppy shoe you've ever seen. But anyways, sidebar, um, put the purse on Gizmo now, like on his chain. And I went closer to go get Hannah. And as I'm getting closer and closer, I'm assessing the situation, but there's no doubt in my mind how I'm going to pull her up. I, I'm just going to grab her by the neck and pull her up onto the shoreline or up, up into the safety. As I get closer to her and reach down to pull her, the slip, the ice underneath me slips in. Yes, you heard that correctly. It is really cold out a Friday in March with ice everywhere. And I slip into Lake Erie trying to save my dog. Remember, there is not a soul around. Okay. Whew. No time to breathe. No time to think. I grab her by the, the neck and I grab her by the bum because she's in the water longer than I am. She's a 70 pound dog. And I lifted her up out of the water into the, into the safety as much as I could, hoping that part wasn't going to sink in as well. Now I'm in the lake up to my chest. At least I didn't even check to see how deep I was. It doesn't really matter how deep I was. I'm a strong swimmer. I'm smart. I'm safe. But, you know, should I have rescued my dog? There was no hesitation. You know, I, I was calm and on point. So now I'm in Lake Erie myself and on the ice and rocks that I have to lift myself out, I had no marks left on my hand. I casually lifted myself out of the water with my might and got myself onto a safe rock and walked us both, picked up Gizmo, picked up my purse in shock and walked us both to the car. We got into the car. We drove home. I called my mom. I called Tony and I shared my adventure of the morning without a second thought. Come home, changed my clothes, took care of Hannah and got to work. All of this before 9am in the morning. Okay. Yeah. That's a summary. That's what happened. That's exactly what happened. That's it. I go to work as if there's nothing else. I, I'm a little bit in shock driving home, I think. Thankful that I didn't lose the keys. Thankful that Gizmo didn't run away because if we were out in the water any longer, it would have been hard to say what would have happened. Okay. You with me? A little bit of an awakening, right? Cold, <laughs> refreshing, but I'm at work. And so I'm in Eastern Standard Time. So I'm at work and wouldn't you know that I get a phone call at noon, which is noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, saying that my daughter, my mother actually called me saying that my ex-mother-in-law, the father of my children, his mother, so the girl's paternal grandmother, suddenly passed from a heart attack two hours before. So if you're listening, if you're, if you're aware of what I just said, I was in the lake at eight o'clock in the morning Eastern Standard Time right? Two hours later, my ex-mother-in-law passed of a heart attack at the exact same time. So technically it was 10 o'clock my time, eight o'clock her time. She passed away of a sudden heart attack 
the exact same moment I was in Lake Erie. When I found that out, I went into shock. Shock. I left work. I actually just kind of put it around, checked on the kids. Can't even tell you what happened that afternoon. I went into shock. Only because we did have a relationship. Only because life matters. Only because I personally feel and feel what you want, and I'm not going to get religious on you. I personally feel like there was a sacrifice made so I could stay here on earth. My time wasn't done yet. And what I have to offer is a message for everybody. Wake up. Yes, you might be stressed. Yes, you might be in the sandwich generation. Yes, you might have a lot going on. Yes, you might cry spontaneously. Yes, you might need to disconnect to connect more. Wake up. We don't know when tomorrow's not going to come. On that Friday or that afternoon. So I guess all of this had happened on a Thursday because it was the Friday. So I kept on saying the 19th, but it was the 18th actually. And because I took the Thursday afternoon off work and the Friday I was off and I actually went to my parents' house, hung out with my mom, watched a movie and just napped on her couch. I needed to be taken care of for a change and just be in the grace and presence of my mom. And this made me really realize how important it is to disconnect. So I could connect with my family again. So I can connect with myself again. So I can prioritize what's truly important in my life versus what I think is important. So it doesn't matter how many hats you wear. It doesn't matter how much you want to upgrade and elevate your life. You still need to pause. You still need to put everything into perspective. And you still need to check in with yourself. So I can sit here today and tell you about how important it is to take care of yourself. We can go over that a hundred times till tomorrow. It, It doesn't matter. You're aware of that, whether it's your mind, body, or soul, whether it's your finances, whether it is your energy and your physical health, whether it's your relationships, we don't know when our time comes. We've all had a bunch of experiences last year. We all have a bunch of experiences every year. For some people, last year was incredibly hard for different reasons. For some people, every year is incredibly hard for different reasons. For me, you know, I've had many mountains to climb through and to surpass over the previous years with a couple of um, ex-husbands. I say it like it's casual. It wasn't casual. And rebuilding with three kids twice and not necessarily making the best decisions as we don't always do. You know, it's trying to people please and make everybody happy, which I'm no longer doing anymore. Um... Yeah, okay, that's not true. I'm trying not to do that because that's just part of who I am. But this was a wake-up call. And this wake-up call made me disconnect. And it made me take a little bit more pressure off myself and my set of expectations and really helped me realize what is truly important. So yes, we need to fill our own cups so we can take care of others. Yes, we're wearing multiple, multiple different hats. Yes, we need to disconnect. But more importantly, we need to enjoy the journey. So a couple of things I want to just make sure that we talk about today before we go too far and the day escapes us. Because, you know, you and I both know that's what's going to happen is I'm going to talk all day and, you know, I could talk all day, but I don't talk this much when I'm doing my coaching. Just so you know, I save these for the podcast and I save these for my, um, some of my 
lives, my Facebook lives. A couple things I want you to lean into though. Positive self-talk. Think about that. How are you talking to yourself? Are you beating yourself up? Because as busy women or men listening to this, we have careers, businesses, families. We're high performing achievers and we always try to give our best to everything that we do. It takes a lot out of us. It really does. Many of us understand that we need to fill our cup. You understand the theory, but are you doing it? And some of us don't. Some some of us comes right down to the guilt that surrounds us with self-care. And I am one of those. Sometimes I feel guilty for sitting on the couch and watching TV or for not doing the things I used to do. There's a persuasive idea that it feels selfish or indulgent or that you're ignoring your responsibilities. You're not. Believe me, you are not. Your responsibilities are so much more than what you can do. It's how you show up. It's not that way, by the way. You are important too, and you need to give yourself permission to decompress and have fun. Another reason is time. When trying to take care of yourself or your ever mountain list of priorities, self-care often falls at the bottom. I'm pretty good at making it a priority now, but I wasn't in the past. This is one of the positive effects of COVID is making self-care a priority because failing to take care of yourself hurts in the long run. I'm still taking care of my ankles. Two years, three years later, we're still trying to find out the best recourse for my ankles, right? Self-care, um, it's not about yourself. Self-care isn't selfish, but you need it for health and productivity, You can't make smart decisions in life if you're overwhelmed and exhausted. So trying to deal with life's challenges when your glass is empty runs you down physically, uh, mentally, and it makes you more more vulnerable to illness. And chronic stress is an illness. Chronic stress leads to so much chaos internally, let alone externally. You're not alone and you're not the only one that suffers through this. You know, you're listening to me share some of my experiences and yes, I shared how I missed the mark on something. I didn't share that I did complete a deadline for my other book and that I do take on too much at once. And that does give me a thrill and excitement, but that's not what today's episode is all about. You're not the only one that suffers though. You are cranky with your kids when you miss your self-care. You don't make the right things a priority. Ignoring your own self-care also hinders your ability to help the people you love, right? Whether it's per- it's intentional or not intentional. And those people that you love, because you are in that sandwich generation, because you are taking care of so many others. I know some of you listening to this might have kids, okay? I know some of you listening to this might have grandkids. I know some of you listening to this might have a partner. Some of you listening to this might be an employee. Some of you might be an entrepreneur. Some of you fall in different categories, but some of you like me are in almost all of those categories. How on earth do you think I can give to any of those people if I don't give to myself first? And I I have to say first, if that means sleeping in, if that means eating healthy, if that means a good skincare routine, something that makes me feel good. If it's clothes that put a smile on my face, honestly, there is no better feeling than feeling good. When you feel good, your smile simply inspires others. So stop and pause for a minute and make this your journaling activity for the day. How many hats do you wear? Where are you in the sandwich generation? 
What, what does your story look like? What does your sandwich look like? And I guess, is it a clubhouse? Like there are so many different definitions. Is it open face? You know, are you a stepmom? Are you a stepdad? Or do you have in-laws? Do you have multiple sets of in-laws? Do you have multiple sets of responsibilities? Write that down. Okay. How many hats do you wear? And then where do you fall in the sandwich generation? Then the next step is to think about, I guess, rephrase that. It's not where do you look like in the sandwich generation. Is what does your sandwich look like? Okay. And then we can identify how you fall and, and what to do with it. So first step, how many hats do you wear? Where does, what does your sandwich look like? Just write it all out. So kind of list them all. Once you identify how many hats, list them all. Just think about how often you're disconnecting to connect and your role of self-care. And the last question I have for you is how are you enjoying the journey? How are you enjoying the journey? Are you enjoying the journey? Are you pausing to reflect how far you've come? How much have you upgraded and elevated your life? How quickly have you upgraded and elevated your life. I said to Tony just the other day, we have upgraded and elevated our life so much over the last year. We have grown in leaps and bounds, not just as a couple, but our households, our environment, us as individuals yet coming together. And yeah, a breakdown. Okay. It's going to happen. I would never have seen it like that before. And it's not a breakdown like it's been. I'm secure. I'm stable. It was an emotional release that needed to happen. And the biggest caveat to that is because I am a high empath and I do take on other people's feelings and emotions. That's what makes me a good coach. That's what makes me a good leader. Anybody that's working with me knows I know how they're feeling because I've been there. I've walked in their shoes or I am in their shoes and I can relate. So friends, I want to hear from you. Honest, honestly, this is your homework assignment. I want to hear from you. Let me know where you're at, what this looks like, look, what this looks like to you. I want to help you enjoy the journey because we don't know when, we don't know when that time comes. And I'm not being morbid, morbid, morbid. I'm not trying to make this a sad, sad story. The reality is we faced many mountains already and we have survived every single one of them. We have more mountains to face. And we have no idea when that last mountain is going to be. In the meantime, let's enjoy every single minute of it. And let's reframe it so we are working on achieving time freedom so we can enjoy that time with our loved ones or ourselves so we can be a better person. And let's work on balancing our finance or balancing our energy so we have the energy to spend with them. And we're not just with them, but we're exhausted. And then how about our finances so we can live that life in peace? I'm here to help you every single step along the journey. And I hope my story inspired you today. I know there's a little bit of a shock and awe. And some of you may have had some tingling or vibes or energy flow through them when I had shared my story. That's okay. Embrace it. Let that sit with you. It did for me. Thank you so much for being a part of my story and my journey. Um, I look forward to hearing from you. Again, I can be reached at Ask Sonia. So hashtag or just... Go to, um, yeah, www.asksonya.ca or freshapproachfitness.ca. Um, definitely my email is sonya, S-O-N-Y-A, at freshapproachfitness.ca. And you can find me on all of the 
platforms that um, I'm on. Every single social media platform, I am there. I even did a TikTok this weekend with my grandson. But I want to hear from you because I love every single thing about my life. And I'm working hard to enjoy it more. That's it, my friends. Enjoy your week. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you.